Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Thursday, November 9th, 2023. Today's poem is by Barbara Rass, and it's called Margin of Error. It's a little on the longer side, so I'll offer a few comments on the front end and then send you out with a reading of the poem. Barbara Rass is a living American poet. She's 74 years old, and she has published four collections of her poetry, most recently, The Blues of Heaven. Uh, But today's poem comes from her first published collection, Bite Every Sorrow, which won the Walt Whitman Award in 1997. And though her skill in this particular area has developed uh, over time, even in this first collection, uh, one of the things that I really enjoy about uh, Barbara Raz's poetry is that she uh, has a knack for focusing on the singular and the concrete, uh, but then uh, making it somehow surprising. There's always a turn or turns uh, in her poetry that uh, catch you off guard because her tone and her subjects are so unassuming, and yet she's able to give them a kind of a flick of the wrist that that makes you uh, see or think or pause and notice uh, in an unexpected way. As you'll see in this poem, which is, I think, a kind of cautionary tale about the need to fix things uh, and a kind of exhortation to be uh, content with what you are given and content uh, to steward what you are given rather than try and fix it. And she uh, offers a few examples of this, uh, which in which the stakes get increasingly higher, uh, as you'll see uh, in the final lines of the poem. She makes a reference early on to the horse of Cortez uh, and lest you have to uh, go hunt down this little historical tidbit. When Cortez was uh, in the New World, he left a wounded horse uh, with the uh, islanders of Tyasol and told them that he would return for it later and charge them with uh, its healing and safekeeping. They treated the horse like a god and fed it on the diet of food and offerings that they gave to their gods, uh, meat and flowers, (laughs) uh, a diet which uh, proceeded to uh, kill Cortez's horse. So uh, to uh, make amends, they uh, created a stone statue uh, uh, in likeness of the horse and began to worship and venerate it as the god instead, uh, in the hopes that upon Cortez's return, they would see, he would see uh, that they had, in fact, uh, venerated his horse and not killed it intentionally. That's what you get when you try and fix things that don't need <laughs> fixing. Here is margin of error. If it's true, wrong action can lead to salvation, 
Then no need to fix anything. Just close your eyes and feel hands on your head as light as light. Breathe innocence like the smell of salt on the air of your childhood. Your spirit, Clement, puffing up just slightly like a white sail on a calm blue bay. You might expect renunciation, saving grace, but suddenly here's the horse Cortez abandoned in the island city of Tyasol, whose natives fed it flowers and meat. Has anyone grasped what hunger can do to goodness? How even reeds bending before the wind can be broken? Just like the perfect husband, the perfect wife. Once they were two blossoms on the same tree, drifting from branch to branch to mate beautifully. Then a voice cried, Enough of the deep aromatic night. Fix it, fix it, I'm tired of darkness. The next day the lovers hung fluorescent rings over their heads, like halos. It worked until the voice cried, Light this strong could unhinge people like you. Yes, said the lovers, let's bring on a little dark. Of course, the voice goes on complaining. Fix it, fix it, bad breath, lost tempers, curled lips. The lovers tire, turn in for the night. When the lights are out, the voice says, listen, gunshots. They get up, call the cops and say, fix it, fix it. But the cops say, car's backfiring, give us your names and go back to bed. They do, but the radio is going on about the latest trading cards that, instead of ball players, picture cops. Someone is making money on not very famous cops. The lovers get to talking. How easy it'd be to like people less. Bring the bat out of the basement to keep by the bed. Succumb to apocalyptic ruminations. Cows bloated on bovine growth hormones, demanding lilacs and blood. Vodka and buffalo wings. Feed us, feed us, they say. We want to taste everything. Mosquito flesh, mother's milk, barbed wire. At this point, the lovers think, hold everything. But the voice has a mind of its own, chiming in to ruminate on honesty, mistakes, the gross margin of greed, desire billowing like a tall ship destined to take over the harbor, the line of reasoning that got good men thinking hungrier thoughts, thinking, if we get rid of these bugs, there will be more for us, more food, more fiber, we can fix it, fix it. We'll poison the suckers, dust the crops, just a little house cleaning. Nothing that could hurt us, safe in our largeness, our chemistry, a kind of godliness. And the good men thought their hungry thoughts, and no one asked about the size of cells or the size of an embryo. Its eyes closed, the promise of good hands on its good head. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.